as of recording right now, um, outside my window, which is right in front of me, <laughs> if you ever watch these podcasts, you usually see the reflection in my glasses. Um, so uh, you kind of see what I see. But right outside the uh, the window right in front of me, um, I see a, I see a street, a pretty bu- busy street, especially during the time of recording right now. I know for me, one of the things I do sometimes um, when I don't know what to do or I don't know what to think or I'm trying to wrestle through something in my head um, or on my heart, I, I just kind of just observe people. Um, and uh, and even thinking about it now, it's 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 um, it's funny uh, how the I know the Lord knows this and uh even where I record the podcast is right here where I can just look out the window and observe observe people. Um, but one of the things, if I'm being honest, that I struggle with is that I struggle with the idea that at the same time, at, at right now, as I'm looking out this window or as I'm recording this or as you're listening to this, it honestly doesn't matter when, um, as you're listening to this, as I'm recording this or as I'm speaking right now or as I was planning on speaking, no matter where I'm at, um, at wherever we're at, um, at the same time, there's someone going through the most intense pain um, imaginable on this planet. And then there's somebody right now, as I'm recording this or speaking or you're listening or wherever, there's somebody at the exact same time who is going through the most just joy and bliss and just happiness and peace um, uh, or pleasure, whatever, whatever word you can insert into that. So at the same time, there's two extremes. There's two, there's kind of like a dichotomy between, um, extreme suffering and extreme just, um, happiness. Um, and, 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 and I know that I struggle with a lot. Um, and, and when I say struggle, it's something that's an ongoing conversation, um, between me and the Lord of saying, Lord, where are you, um, in the midst of, the extreme suffering and where are you in the extreme just bliss um here on this on this planet um where you know where are you and and lord help me identify what i believe about you how i see you and how i see myself lord help me take my thoughts about you and my thoughts about myself to the most logical conclusion in both of these extremes the one of the first times i ever preached to a congregation at a church um, it was when I was a youth pastor in South Carolina at a, uh, a small Southern, uh, country church, um, out, out in the, out in the, uh, the rural, um, area of Columbia, South Carolina. And I remember, uh, the, the pastor was out and he said, Hey Jonah, can you, can you fill in for me? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And one of the first things I, I, I spoke on ever, um, speaking to a congregation, um, I remember it and I don't think I'll ever forget it. it I, I, I shared with them this idea of of not forgetting in the dark what you know is true in the light. And I think I think quite often about okay, in the times of extreme just um bliss and happiness and joy, Lord, what is it that I that I viewed you as? What was my thoughts about you? Um you know, what 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 did I believe is truth? And at the same time, Lord, in, in the hardest times of my life, in the most uncomfortable and the painful and just the agonizing times of my life, um, Lord, what also did I think about you? What also, um, what were also some of my thoughts about you? What were some of my thoughts, um, even uh, just about life in general? 
And I try to look at both of those and say, okay, Lord, who you are is not what I think about you, but who you are is who you say you are in the word of God. But also any of my thoughts about you, I have to take to the most logical conclusion and see if it still holds true in both extremes through the, through the good and the bad, through the, the happy and the sad and the ugly and the beautiful. Lord, you are constant through both of those. You are God over the hardships and you are God over the pleasures. And so, Lord, where are you? And I want to know you more. And so, honestly, that's what we're going to do today here in Colored Chaos. Um, honestly, I'm just going to walk through some of the things that I, uh, throughout my day and, and bring that to the Word of God and say, okay, Lord, where are you? Where is the peace within, within the extremes of our life? Welcome to the Color and Chaos podcast. Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It truly is an honor to be a part of your life. Kind of as I shared at the very beginning, um, the goal of today's episode is to say, okay, Lord, where are you in these two extremes? Um, and uh, even you yourself, maybe you've uh, could ex- you 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 have had experience within both of these extremes. And if you're anything like me, maybe you were kind of saying, okay, Lord, where are you within um, these dark days? Or Lord, where are you in these light days, these bright days? Where are you? Um, you know, what are you doing? Who are you? And all that and all these questions. And and my heart is, is that we don't forget in the dark what we know is true in the light. So today, uh, today began um, like uh, honestly, any every, every day um, woke up, hit the snooze button a couple more times. Um, the normal, but woke up, uh, got ready, um, ate a quick breakfast. I get dressed, get get out of the door. I'm driving down the road, and um, and recently I've fallen into the uh, the wireless headphone uh, craze. So I've I've gotten a pair of wireless headphones. So I was driving, and the first thing I noticed is um, that today is a very beautiful day. Um, recently here in Michigan, I'm recording this in Macomb, Michigan. Recently, it's been very uh, very cold, and so today was one of the first warmer days. And so I'm, I'm driving down the road. I'm looking at this beautiful day. I'm thinking in my head um, many different thoughts. I'm kind of talking with the Lord a little bit. I'm listening to the music, um, but then there's this I don't know. There's kind of this moment um, where I was driving. And I just thought, wait a minute, like, I'm listening to music about Jesus, but like, at this moment, I, I don't have to listen ab- about them talking about him. Why don't I just talk with him? Why, why don't I just kind of take a moment, you know, kind of un- unplug, um, well, not unplug, but literally take the, take the headphones out of the noise out of my ear and just breathe and say, all right, Lord, you know, you know, it's me and you. All right. And, um. And so I decided that I took it out and I was driving and, 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 and I tried to, and it's hard to at times, but I tried to, um, not think about me, 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 um, um, throughout my day, but think, okay, Lord, you, 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 what are you doing? Where are you at? What, uh, what do you want to do within me? You know, um, you know, Lord, you know, help me, um, experience more of you today. Um, Lord, help me apply, um, your word today with how I view the world, um, different things like that. 
And so driving, take it out. I'm, I'm just trying to kind of commune with the Lord um, before going into the office and everything. So come into the office and and um, and it's, uh, it's it's my pastor, uh, Pastor Scott and his wife, Karen. So I, so I say hey to them and I, I kind of joke with uh, joke with Karen a little bit. And uh, Karen's like, "Hey, uh, did you did you get any um, text from Tom? He's a he's another pastor at the church that that I work with and um, that's on staff with me." And uh, I was like, "No, I didn't." And she's like, "Well, you know, last night um, t- uh, Tom had to take Jenna, his, his wife, uh, to the hospital. Um, she was kind of having stroke like sick uh, symptoms. So you know, we all we all get together and we pray. Um, and uh, and I go to my office and everything. And um, as I'm in the office, I get a call." Um, from my mother, and there's just some things that uh, we're, we're kind of on her heart, just about the family and things going on within it. So just praying through that. So that's on my mind. Um, so I'm thinking about Tom and Jenna, and I'm thinking about you know my mom and 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 stuff within the family. And and so uh, I, I hear the kind of the doorbell when somebody comes through the office. Um, so uh, so I go out the, my office to see who just came in, um, so I can see if I can help them or if there's anything that they need. And uh, in walks in um, my buddy Jerry, and uh, Jerry recently, within like the last ugh, week or two, um, has found out that he has uh, he has a form of cancer. And so he, in comes walks Jerry, and so as as in walks in Jerry, you know, on my mind is all these different things, kind of. Um, but then I see Jerry, and and honestly, to be to be real with you, I was very surprised to see Jerry. And I, I look at Jerry and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I thought he was still at the hospital, um, you know, but here he is. And, and, and just, you know, it, it's crazy. The, the only word that came to my mind when I saw Jerry is just like a glow. I saw this like glow on his face. Um, it was just like, you know, just full of life. And uh, so he walks in and I'm like, Jerry, you know, what's up? And I was just shocked. It was like I was, it was like I was, um, you know, like dreaming or something. I, I wasn't expecting to see Jerry, especially, you know, um, with all the reports that we've gotten recently about how he's been doing, um, just to see him in and talking, laughing and smiling. And and as I'm talking with Jerry and as we're talking with Jerry, um, me, me, Scott and Karen, He's just talking about, you know, the things that's kind of been going on recently. And I'm just asking him a lot of questions, just like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, what's, what's been on your heart? What's been on your mind? What have you been thinking? And, and he's just like going off, just talking about the Lord. And, um, and, and as he's talking, you know, this is a man literally with, with still cancer, with, with cancer, apart from the grace of God, um, unless, uh, unless the Lord heals him that he has cancer and, um, and he's just sharing and he's just testifying to the Lord's goodness and, and the Lord's just, um, just, uh, just faithfulness. And, and he's just talking about all these, all these moments that he's been able to encounter the Lord in the midst of his suffering um, and just grow in his walk with him. And he and he shared this one story about he couldn't sleep one night. So he put on scripture and um, as he put on scripture, you know, he was just, it, it just felt this like peace that surpasses all understanding as, as, uh, as Paul says in Philippians that, that, that the, the spirit of God can bring us into that, that peace that surpasses all understanding um, when we're, when we're resting in him. And, um, so he's sharing that and there's, um, there's, I wrote down some quotes that he said over here. He's given a story about, um, the doctors were, um, were, were seeing that things weren't really, uh, as well. And they did a scan and they came back. They said, you know, Jerry, like you're doing a lot better than what you were like yesterday. And he said, you know, at that moment, he just looked at his doctors. He said, no, that's just God. That's just God. And so I'm looking at this man 
and uh, one of my good friends and just looking at him and just saying, wow, you know, like, you know, this is someone, this is someone that has my attention. You know, this is not someone who just, you know, um, has his faith in, in God because, you know, um, everything's going good. This is somebody in the midst of the extreme of suffering. He's declaring God is good and, 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 and just declaring all these moments where he's seen the Lord in the midst of all this, all this pain and this confusion. Um, and, and I was just thinking like, wow, this is someone, this is someone that you look at and this, th- their words just have weight. And he was just saying, he's like, no matter what, you know, um, no matter what, you know, God is still God and God's good. And, um, and he was even mentioning how, um, so many people have been coming out to, to show support and he, and he called them angels. And he was like, you know, I, I I've had so many, I have so many angels, many of them I didn't even know. I didn't even know, and and anyway, so so I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, wow, going from, um, you know, talking earlier about things going on within my family that um, that are just kind of heavy, and going from that extreme to to now this, and just like, whoa, Lord, you know, you know, yes, this is the faith that I want to have for the rest of my life, no matter what you bring me through, you know, Lord, give us as people, as as all of us, you know, no matter what we're going through, Lord, give us this outlook on suffering as what Jerry has. And, um, and then they leave, they leave the office and, and everything. And, and after he leaves, um, I get this text, um, from Tom that he sent us on staff, um, just saying that, uh, that, that Jenna, uh, at that time was being airlifted to another hospital because there's a blockage, um, going on and, uh, they have to do surgery. They have to do emergency, uh, surgery, um, so that they don't lose her. And, um, so going from that extreme to now Tom sharing about this and, and immediately I'm just like, Ugh, you know, I just feel that, that weight of that, that hurt, that suffering, um, of what's going on. And, and I'm just like at a loss for words. Cause, um, I'm just like, all right, Lord, like, you know, like, you know, I go from that extreme to this extreme and, and just thinking and, and, and going through that. And then, you know, Scott and Karen come back in the office and, um, and then, you know, they find out the news as well. And immediately, you know, like we just kind of start weeping and we're just like, all right, Lord, like, like, all right, Lord, like we know you're here and everything. And I don't have any words at this point of what's going on. Karen doesn't have any words or or anything. Um, And I know as I was just thinking there, I was just thinking about what Jerry just shared and then what's going on and just think, okay, Lord, like in the back of my head, I'm just, you know, trying to just keep anchored in the, in the word of God that I'm meditating on. But I'm also saying, okay, Lord, like you're still God over Jerry. You're still God over Jenna and, uh, you know, Tom's wife. You're still God over uh, the situation going on um, within my family and, and everything within that. God, you're still God of, over me um, and, and the things that I've been thinking about and just, you know, um, just bringing to you and heavy on my heart and, and, and everything. And, and I'm just thinking about all that that's going on. And, and, and it brings me back to, um, when I was preaching there at that small church in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and I was just begging them say, guys, you know, don't forget in the dark, what you know is true in the light. So at this point, um, Scott and Karen are like, Hey, we got to go down to the hospital. Um, and I stay behind. Um, and so I'm, I'm there at the office, I'm by myself. And honestly, like I'm just slumped over and I just, I'm just trying to say, okay, Lord, like right now, I just feel like there's so, so much messiness, um, that's going on right now. Like, Lord, I don't even know what to think. And, um, I have my journal right here of what I wrote. And many of you can probably relate to this feeling. Um, but I was just saying this, I said, uh, I said, please, Lord, help me make sense of how I'm feeling. I need you. 
And I said, you know, at this moment, as I write you, there's so much going on, um, not only right now in my life, but all over the world, all over um, this area, whether it be what's going on with Jenna or what's going on with Jerry or what's going on in places that I can't even understand. And I don't know if you can relate with this, but have you ever just um, had a moment where um, you just think about all the needs and it just kind of paralyzes you? Um, you know, that you just kind of, for a moment, you just kind of come, go outside of your, your temporary needs or uh, the things heavy on your heart. And you're just thinking about all the heaviness going around. And it's just kind of like, ugh, like, Lord, I don't know what to do. And I just feel kind of confused. Um, and I literally just sat here and just was like, like just doodling, just like this convoluted mess. And I was just saying like, Lord, I feel paralyzed. I literally don't know what to think. And one of the verses that came to my mind um, at that moment was Psalms uh, 46, verse 10. And in Psalms 46, verse 10, um, the psalmist is writing what the Lord is speaking to him at that moment. And and he's going on, he, and, and the psalmist is talking about wars and and talking about um, the, the Lord in, in the presence of wars and all this stuff. And and then he just says, he says that, that the Lord says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted over the earth. Be still and know that I'm God. So it's after they leave and I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to say, okay, Lord, where are you within these extremes? Um, and just kind of not really knowing what to think, um, you know, what to, what to feel. And my attention went to Matthew 2 because um, that's where I've been in the, in the Bible as, I, I'm, as I'm reading daily. And so in Matthew 2, you have Jesus is after Jesus is born you have um, you have these these astrologers that uh, go to Jerusalem and they're asking the king at that time, King Herod, saying, "Hey, look, you know, um, where where is this this king of the Jews that was promised in the Old Testament? Because we're looking at the stars and we're seeing this crazy star, and we just know that the, this is where the Messiah is." And then King Herod kind of gets a little concerned. Um, king Herod, you know, didn't really believe any of this, but he was just kind of worried because, you know, if this is a king, then this king is going to threaten his kingship. And so he basically tells the um, tells these astrologers, these wise men, as they're called, um, to hey, um, you know, what does the what does the Bible say? What does the Old Testament say about this Messiah that's promised? And then they go on saying that he was supposed to be born in Bethlehem. And so King Herod is just kind of like freaking out. And he's like, okay, like when you go find him, let me know where he's at. So King Herod all along, his plan was to 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 have Jesus and to kill him so that there wasn't this threat of this, you know, promised Messiah, the Savior that would be King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so uh, the wise men go find Jesus. This is about two years after Jesus is born. So they go, they find him and everything and they worship him. And so the Lord speaks to them and says, hey, don't go back to Herod um, because of the what, what's going to happen. Go another way back home. So they do that and everything. So Matthew 2.13 um, is, is specifically where I wanted to focus on. But right here, this is right after the wise men is gone, right? And I'm just thinking, I'm reading this and I'm just thinking about what's going on in Jenna's life and Tom's life and um, Jerry's life and my mom's life and all these different people and even people that um, go beyond that, the, the needs uh, within the community that I'm in or, or even people back home in South Carolina that I've been praying for um, and, and everything. So there's all these moving parts and all these pieces, but yet, Lord, you're still Lord out of over all of them. And, and I'm, I'm thinking about that, but then I'm also here at this moment. 
And so this is right after the wise men leave. And this is what Matthew 2, 13 says. It says this, After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And he said, Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Verse 14, That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophets. It says, verse 16, Herod, Herod was furious when he realized the wise men had, had outwitted him. So he sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years of age and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. And as I'm reading this, I'm thinking about, okay, Lord, like there's so many moving pieces even to this, what happened right here. Just like right now in my life, as I'm sitting there and I'm writing this, and I'm reading this, or even as I'm recording this, that there's so many different things going on right now. There's so many different things going on, even as I look out this window of, of things that are people's minds and the extremes that they may be going through. And, and as I was thinking about that, I came to this idea that, saying, that, that basically says, it's like, okay, Lord, Lord, you intervened within the midst of all these extremes going on. You were presently working within everything going on. And not only were you present between Joseph and Mary, you were present within the people of Bethlehem who were losing their two-year-old children to King Herod. That, Lord, you were God over the situation going on with Joseph. And you were also God over what was going on there in Bethlehem. So in the terror of what was happening within all of that we know especially reading this we know that the lord still had a plan throughout and so likewise no matter the extremes that we're going through it's no different that right now there there's there there you can be going through the extreme of suffering or you could be going through the extreme of joy but through it all we know that the lord is working in the midst of all of that and that his plan isn't soiled by what we have going on. And so, yeah, so I'm thinking about that. And I'm also thinking, Lord, you know, what were the, what were the, what were the children's parents in Bethlehem thinking during all of that? You know, where, where, you know, I'm sure they were questioning you saying, Lord, where are you? What are you, what are you doing? What's going on? You know, what, you know, here's, here's my child and they're being slaughtered. You know, God, if you were God, why don't you intervene? And in the midst, we know, reading the passage, that the Lord was working amongst all the brokenness and evil of what was going on in that circumstance. He had a plan throughout. But yet there was still that suffering. There were still those extremes. Lord, in all of these extremes going on right now, not only in my life, but in others' lives, Lord, at the end of the day, Lord, it's not, it's, I, I really don't want answers because once I get an answer to one thing, I have a question for another. There's just so much that 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 I'm always going to be juggling, trying to figure you out or to figure figure my life out or to figure things out or to figure out what you're doing. But at the same time, it's not the answers that I really want. Lord, I just want you. I want you. I need you. 
I need you. I need a peace that surpasses all understanding that only comes from you. I need a peace that goes beyond any of my external circumstances that only come through you. I need I need a hope that comes through knowing that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever as your word says through you. Jesus, I need you in all of the extremes, the peace within the extremes is a heart that says, Jesus, it's not about the answers. It's not about the deliverance even from this this extreme of this pain that I'm feeling, but it's about you. Lord, whatever it takes for me to grow in you, Lord, that is what matters. Lord, I know that you hold everything together. No different than you hold what was going on in Matthew chapter two together. No matter how, no different than what you, you, you held my heart and my sin and my brokenness that you provided the sacrifice in order for me to have a reconciled relationship with you even when I was dead in my sins. Lord, you had a plan and a purpose all all throughout history and there's no different than here right now no matter what the extremes that I'm going through. But at the end of the day, if I don't have you, I have nothing. At the end of the day, all that these extremes should do is point me towards you. Lord, I don't want to forget in the dark May we not forget in the dark what we know is true in the light. We have a creator, savior, sustainer that is the same in the dark and the same in the light. He is the hope. He is the hope. He is the blessed assurance. He is the blessed assurance. No matter what happens, no matter the, 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 the forms of hell that I go through here, that we go through here, we know the conqueror, and that's who we can hope, uh, hold on to. I don't have the answer. You may not have the answer, but let's point towards the one who does. No matter what's going on in my family, no matter what's going on in our loved ones, no matter what's going on even in our own bodies, I want to have a faith like Jerry that says, no, 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 it's just God. It's just God. It's just God. No matter what happens, he is good. He is good. He is good. And he is working. He is working. He is working. Heavy heart, what are you going through today? What are the extremes of your life that you've been through or that you're going through or that you will go through? My heart, our heart, may our heart be, Lord, I just want you. I just want a closer walk with you. I just want that blessed assurance that only comes through you. A life surrendered to you. Not to this temporary life and the brokenness that this life brings. Rewinding back to when I was talking with Jerry and as he was talking, I said, you know, Jerry, you know what you're saying reminds me of that old hymn, Blessed Assurance. And honestly, that's how that's how I was wanting to to end today's podcast by just re- just just singing or, or reading this this old hymn, Blessed Assurance. And as I as I sing this, my heart and my prayer is that no matter what you're going through, that these words will ring true. That no matter whatever you have going on, that is not the answer. It's not the answer that we need. It's Jesus. In Jesus, we'll have all the answers in His time, in His way, in His plan. I'm done with trying to figure it out. <laughs> when I try to when I try to figure it out, honestly, honestly to be real with you, kind of kind of looks like that right there. Kind of looks like that. <laughs> just just mess. And I and I don't want to I don't want to downplay what you're going through. 
If you're going through the worst of pain right now, just know you are not alone. You are not alone. I know there's no words I can say to to heal this hurt. But I just beg, I just beg you to, to turn your eyes upon Jesus as much as you can. Lord, will you please intervene within the lives of those that are suffering right now, that are going through the extremes, or even those that are going through the best of moments right now. Lord, will you please just give them memories and experiences that of a faith that is secure in you, not in what they go through or not what they think about you, but that is anchored in the word of God, that even in the dark, they don't forget what is true in the light. This is the hymn, Blessed Assurance. Blessed Assurance. This is what it says. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is the second verse. Perfect submission, perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Praising my Savior all the day long. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. May this be the declaration of our heart, no matter the extremes that we go through. Lord God, right now, there's so many people that are listening or watching this, or that will listen or watch this. They're just going through just hardship, difficulty, chaos, confusion, pain, just tragedy, terror, whatever they're going through. Lord, will you please just give him that blessed assurance that comes only through you, only through you, that no matter what our enemy that, that, that wants to still kill and destroy, that the prince of darkness wants to take away, that, that no matter what he strips from us, whether it be our health, whether it be our life, whether it be our security, whether it be our comfort, whether it be even our intellect or our ability to think or our ability to speak or remember, no matter what it is, no matter what the hell that we have to go through here, on earth just the brokenness and the evil and the corruption no no matter what we go through lord will you please just be our blessed assurance jesus we need you i need you there'll never be a moment where i don't need you and lord in the moments of the light 
the moments where things are going good. Lord, may I not rely on myself. May we not rely on ourselves, but may we always remember that our blessed assurance is through you and you alone. Lord, make us men and women that don't forget in the dark what we know is true in the light. Lord, you are the light. You are the life. You are our truth. You are our song. You are our savior. Every single day of our life, Lord, you are our hope. Lord, you are our song. And Lord, we want to be men and women that praise you through the light and through the dark. Lord, may we find peace within the extremes of life. May we find peace, Lord, in you and you alone. Jesus, we need you. Lord, I pray for for Jerry. I pray for Jenna. I pray for the men that we were talking to today at lunch that were just seeking after you. had so many questions and they didn't know where to begin and they felt so unworthy. Lord, Lord, will you please just become more and more real to us? And as Jeremiah 29, 13 says, when we seek you with all of our heart, we will find you. And that includes the extremes of life through the good and the bad. Lord, when we seek you with all of our heart, we will find you. Jesus, we need you. We're nothing without you. Lord, please use us. We're yours. We're yours. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining today's podcast. Please feel free to reach out um, if there's anything on your heart or anything on your mind um, that you just like to think through and, and to conversate. I'm, I'm here. We're in this together. And God bless you. I look forward to talking to you next week. And uh, just know that I'm praying for you and that, you, that there is hope. There is hope and there is color in this chaos. There's color in this chaos. May we not forget in the dark what we know is true in the light. God bless you. Talk to you later. See ya.